Our reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew from the 25th chapter from the beginning verse up to verse 13. We are reading from the NRSV translation. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten young women took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout. Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those young women got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet. And the door was shut. Later, the other young women came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. May the words we receive inspire us, comfort us, and challenge us. Amen. So for thousands of years, thousands and thousands of years, ang olive oil, olive oil was important in the ancient Canaan. So before there was even Palestine or modern state of Israel, there was Canaan. The ancient Canaan. Olive oil was important in Canaan and ancient Israel up to the time of Jesus. And all the way to the time of the Ottoman Empire, the Roman Empire before that, and up to now in the land of Palestine, illegally occupied by the modern state of Israel. Olive oil was used in so many ways from food to healing, healing and wellness, export and trade, as well as fuel for evening lights when there was still no electricity. So, napaka-importante ng olive oil sa, in that area. All the way to the Mediterranean and Northern Africa. Today, in almost all church buildings in the Holy Land, olive oil continues to be used for oil lamps. So, sa mga maraming mga simbahan sa sa Israel, especially in in the West Bank and in Jerusalem, the Church of the Resurrection, uh, oil olive oil pa din ang ginagamit nila sa loob ng mga churches. Meron na ba nakapunta dito sa Holy Land? Meron na ba? Okay. Um, 
So olive oil was deeply part of the life culture, <coughs> culture and religion of the people. Olive oil was used in almost every everything and therefore greatly valued and loved. Olive oil was life. Was life. It was healing, it was worship, it was celebration for thousands of years. For the people living and dying in the lands of Mesopotamia, Egypt, Canaan, Greece, and many other neighboring places in the Mediterranean. So in our gospel reading from the gospel according to Matthew, may kasal. There was a, there, there's, hindi naman kasal kagad, may mangyayaring kasal. There was a wedding that was about to happen. And weddings noon, at maski naman ngayon in some, in some of, <coughs> in the provincial areas, it's a big entire barangay celebration. Ganun yun din noon. The, the people in the story were waiting for the bridegroom, dun sa groom, who was said to be late. Na late siya. Hindi siya nakarating kaagad. Bakit kaya? Now, sa dami ng kasal na ginawa ko for 11 years, 11 years na ako nagkakasal, bihira lang ang kasal na talaga nagsa-start on time. Bihirang-bihira ang kasal na nagsa-start on time. It happens for, a vari for various of reasons. And like today, the story, in the story, in the parable, distinguishes two types. May dalawang klase daw ng bridesmaids. Those who had more than enough oil and those who do not. Now, sabi nung may sariling sermon weekly sinusulat yung professor ko sa New Testament, si Sir Reeve. At ito yung sabi niya. Uh, mm, of this story, the Greek, the Greek word translated as foolish, diba may isang group ng grupo sabi, foolish daw yung isa wise. The Greek word that was translated as foolish in English might also be translated as naive. Ano yung naive? Hmm? Gullible. Walang kamalay-malay. To expect, to expect it? To be uh, fine. Hmm. Marupo. Pwede rin siguro. Pwede rin. Not wise in the ways of the world. Pwede. <laughs> so, it can be translated as naive rather than foolish. Okay? Sir Reeve tells or writes, The bridesmaids, all ten of them, fall asleep waiting. Five were wise, five were naive, not foolish. The Greek text supports that reading or that translation. The gospel says that one group of the bridesmaids who were wise took flasks of oil together with their lamps. Pero hindi sinabi, it did not say where they got their extra oil. Readers 
for several hundred years, assumed and imagined that the wise ones went to the market to buy extra. Pero hindi yun sinabi dun sa story. We just imagine and assume that. We imagine this because the last part of the story, the last part of the parable, yun yung ginawa ng mga naive. So, parang inisip na, inaasum natin, ah, yun din siguro yung ginawa ng wise. Pero hindi yun sinabi doon. Okay? It did not say where, where and how they got their additional flasks of oil. As Sir Reeves suggests, no one is foolish among the bridesmaids. It is illogical and unthinkable that some of them will not have sufficient oil in their oil lamps given the situation and anticipation of the bridegroom and the celebration that will transpire when he arrives. So, in <coughs> hindi logical na isipin natin na hindi prepared yung sampo. Sa 11 years na nagkakasal ako, everyone involved in the wedding are not only prepared, minsan, sa sobrang prepared, may mga pakailamera na. Yung hindi naman nila concerned, lahat ginagawa nilang concerned. May mga ganyan sa kasal eh. Lalo na yung mga aunties. Aunties and uncles. Meron na ang wedding coordinator na kamahal-mahal ng binayad. Pakikailamanan pa din. Diba? So everyone, it is safe and it is logical to assume that everyone was prepared. Perhaps as the original Greek supports, the other five were naive enough to think that there will be sufficient for everyone and no one will take advantage of them. They were also naive to think that everyone will, everyone will be kind and compassionate, sharing resources as they did. That if they just were neighborly, others will, will be neighborly with them. However, then and now, there will be those who will take advantage of the naive kindness and innocence of some. Overnight, like the coming of the bridegroom, Palestinians, like the women in the story, not only lost their oil, but they were also pushed out and then walled out from community and from the celebration. Their oil, we can also imagine and assume, were taken by the wise and the cunning. Therefore, forced to lead Therefore, they were forced to leave by circumstance to look for oil outside. And then when they returned, they were not allowed to enter. Sinarhan na sila, they were walled out. Or more accurately, walled in. Today, what many people of faith considers to be holy land, the kingdom of God, it is as it was in the parable, the wise and the cunning, yung madupang, yung wais, took away not only the oil from the Palestinian Christians and Palestinian Muslims, and perhaps some Palestinian Jews, 
who were, who were living harmoniously with each other for hundreds and hundreds of years, but took away even their land where the olive trees grow. And there are stories that olive trees are not trees for the, for the people growing them. The trees are considered as family. Ipinagluluksa nila pag binobuldozer yung mga olive trees. It is as if sila rin namatayan. Took away their land with olive trees to grow. Took away their homes where their families from countless generations lived and celebrated weddings and festivals. They took their homes and have shut the door. The wise Zionists have put up great walls and told the Palestinian women, like in the story, Go away, I do not know you. Walled out. And even when official agreements, ito na, ito yung nakakaano, no? Kinuha mo na nga yung lupa. Later on, nagkaroon kayo ng agreement. O sige, yung ninakaw mo sa aking lupa, sige. Iyon na. Pero even after the agreements, na, o sige, ito na yung lupa mo, kahit hindi naman talaga yan sa'yo, ito na yung sa amin, etc. Even with the agreements and international laws passed, the wise continued to take more and more of the territories of what has already been agreed upon. They continue to take olive trees and oil, homes and land, rights and freedom even today. But do you think that this is unique to Palestine? Sa tingin nyo ba, this is unique to Palestine? Ang nangyayari ba sa Palestine ay kanila lang, napakalayo mula sa atin? <coughs> From the Spanish colonization up to the American colonization and all the way to the early days of the Philippine Republic after World War II, there, was, there were continued attempts to Christianize Mindanao through small but frequent influx of migrants from Luzon. Some Tagalogs and a lot of Ilocanos migrated to Mindanao. There were some mentions that during the martial law, Marcos Sr. encouraged many Filipinos from Luzon and other places to relocate to Mindanao. It's our version of occupation. It is alleged that Marcos Sr. and his military created the infamous Iliga. Alam niyo Iliga? A militia? Uh, a, mili a military militia, hindi siya part ng military, parang, parang unofficial ano siya, group of mercenaries created to attack uh, Moro and Lumad communities and consequently taking land territories from the Lumad and the Moros. In the earliest days, some of the Muslims and mga katutubo welcomed 
the Luzon settlers in the earliest days, nung may mga nagmamigrate sa Mindanao, welcome nila yung mga <coughs> yung mga nagmamigrate na uh, mga taga Luzon. They were kind and welcoming. May isang kwento. So, back in 2015, part of my seminary uh, education was we went to Mindanao for six weeks. Uh, stayed two weeks in one community and then another two weeks in another community. So, may isang kwento doon. Uh, well, dalawa. Yung isa, kwento ng mga Moro. Uh, so, winelcome nila yung isang Tagaluzon na Christian. Binigyan nila ng lupa na sasakahin. Without realizing, little by little, with the help of the government, kinuha niya na yung buong lupa ng buong community. At sila na yung pinaaalis doon. Another story sa mga lumad naman. In the indigenous communities we call collectively as Lumads of Mindanao, <coughs> meron daw isang nagpunta doon na nagbibigay ng mga grocery. Tapos, nililista yung pangalan, pinapipirma. Na hindi nila alam, yung pagpirma pala ay ibig sabihin, sinusurrender na nila yung kanilang ancestral land. These stories were common in Mindanao. Ang mga wise na Tagaluzon of Imperial Manila went to Mindanao to take land, encouraged and supported by the government. Do you know that like Palestine, Mindanao is also called the land of promise because of the natural resources that has not yet been fully tapped. It is also called the land of promise because it is also known as a rich agricultural land. At actually, napakalaki ng Mindanao. Napakalaki ng main island of Mindanao. Mataba ang mga lupa and suitable for agriculture, especially if there is uh, support and resources na pagyamanin at alagaan yung lupa. Ano yun? Yung dragon fruit doon, <coughs> 10 pesos tuwing season ng ano? Yung ibang pinamimigay na yung mga prutas. Yung mga prutas na mahal dito, doon, pag season nila, sobrang dami, sobrang mura. Pinamimigay na nga. It is the land of promise. And so, as Filipinos, we do not have, we do have, meron tayo, we do have a historical experience, a little bit, of the same as those of the Palestinians. Our Moro and Lumad siblings from Mindanao knows the occupation and annexation even today by Luzon occupiers and Imperial Manila. Pero ngayon, mas ano na, yung mga miners, multinational corporations, yun na ang nagtitake ng land doon. Some of them experienced the wise Manilenios and other Tagalogs. Tulad ng mga bridesmaid na natulog lang ng sandali. At paggising nila, 
Kulang na ang kanilang langis, maraming moro at katutubo ang nagulat na lamang na lupa at likas na yaman ay kinukuha na sa kanila. It is therefore no wonder that it was us, tayo, the Philippines, as one of the crucial and deciding vote in the UN for the creation of the modern state of Israel. Na sobrang, sobrang nagpapasalamat ang modern state of Israel in perpetuity, pwede tayong pumunta sa kanila ng walang visa. They declared that. In, gener in gratitude to the Philippines voting in favor of the modern state of Israel. It is no wonder that we voted because we were doing the same to Mindanao almost at the same time. And also because we were under strong American neo-colonizing control at the time. But here is the real question. So what? So what? Why should we care as Filipino LGBTQIA plus people who are far and distant both from Mindanao, at least tayong community na ito, and from Palestine? Why should we care? Bakit natin kailangan maging maalam at mamulat sa nangyayari sa Palestina? Bakit natin kailangan mag mapakinggan ang kanilang kwento, kasaysayan at mga nangyayari sa kanila ngayon? Bakit? First, why should we care? Why should you care? Because you are human. Because they are human. If you do not care or feel nothing for them, maybe you should look deep into yourself for your humanity. The, the first and primary reason why should anyone care is because we are human and they are human. Second, for this church, and for many LGBT organizations, <coughs> we advocate and voice out and do a lot of things, projects, etc. in the name of human rights and human dignity. And therefore, I cannot imagine any LGBT organization who does not support the right to life the right to freedom of the Palestinian people who have been suffering for decades. We should support and pray for any people, not just the Palestinians, for any people who are deprived of rights and dignity or worse, killed because of their rights and dignity. Third, As LGBT people, because we know what it means to be dispossessed, like the Palestinians, many LGBTQIA plus people are excluded and thrown out of their own homes or to stay in a home that feels like a suffocating prison.
to be used and abused with our gifts and resources, to be used and abused by the wise and the cunning, na pinagkaka, pinag, pinapakinabangan lamang tayo, pero pag wala na kailangan sa atin, we're thrown out as fast as as fast and as soon as they can. We know what it means to be in constant fear for our lives and well-being because of extremist people, particularly extremist people who use faith for their purposes. And some of them are even within our own families. Because we have Palestinian LGBTQIA plus sisters and brothers and siblings who are also dying right now in Gaza and being dispossessed in the West Bank. But why should we care? Bakit? Walang LGBT doon? Walang LGBT among them? Now, I recognize, and we have to recognize, <coughs> that there's very little we can do. Minsan yun yung, yun yung rason bakit ayaw nating makialam, ayaw nating pakinggan, ayaw nating panoorin because we feel that there is almost nothing that we can do. And valid yan. Yung pakiramdam na yan, valid yung discomfort. Dinidiscomfort ko ang sarili ko sa dami ng patayan na nangyayari, wala naman akong magawa. <coughs> valid yan. Every week since 2019, we have been praying for the Palestinian people and other places of conflict in our worship later. But every week, we have done so. Continue praying for them. That's one. Continue to pray for them, not as an excuse to do nothing. But continue to pray for them with the understanding that sometimes, given the circumstance, it is one of the best things we can do for them and for ourselves and for our humanity. Continue to inform yourself and others. Continue to share accurate information about Palestine and modern-day Israel. As best as we can, let us stop purchasing Starbucks and McDonald's and KFC. Ang dami, no? Nung nakita ko rin yung listahan, sabi ko, ay, Diyos ko, kaya ko ba ito? <laughs> the companies that support what's happening in Israel. May isang, may isa, yung, 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 yung isa sa mga module writers natin, sabi niya sa isang comment, hindi naman talaga kayang hindi bumili o ano yung lahat. But one strategy daw na sinasabi ng mga activists, select a few of them. Select just a few of these companies and then put all effort in, ang tawag dyan, boycotting them that will create a ripple effect. Yes. So it doesn't have to be all the companies, but if you boycott enough of the most top companies, then that should have an effect. And kahit walang effect, it's just the, the, ethical, the ethical commitment. At talagang bibili ka lang sa kanila kung talagang, 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 talagang 
emergency na. Diba? Si ano sino to Renato Reyes ba si yung isang activist kinikrinite uh, <coughs> sa siya isang beses kasi napicturean siya sa ano to eh yung Sona Rally. Naglalakad siya pa Sona Rally. Napicturean siyang may hawak na Coke float ng McDo. Tapos <laughs> kinikritisay siya ng mga ano, oh, akala ko ba anti-America ka? Akala ko ba ano, di ba? So, hindi naman din porket bumili ng Starbucks o bumili ng, ng McDo, eh, you support Israel na. But again, uh, you know, sarili-sarili naman na tayong accountability na as much as possible lang talaga. As much as possible. Maybe not always, but as much as you are able and can avoid those companies who support genocide. If possible, kung posible, kaya ng oras nyo, or kahit hindi kaya ng oras, maglaang, sabi nga ni Ricky Lee, paminsan-minsan, makialam naman tayo sa kanyang PUP graduation speech. Uh, mag-attend tayo. If there, is a, if there is a call for protest or rally uh, for Palestine, and if you can, please consider attending. If you have some money to spare, donate to reputable organizations who have access and can provide assistance in the ground. Research nyo lang ma- maigi kung sino yung reputable organizations that help in, in Palestine. Today, there's no anticipation or preparation for any celebration of any wedding or festival in the land many people claim to be holy. No flower girls, nor bridesmaids, smiling and laughing while holding oil lamps. Only despair, only death, only destruction, which they have been experiencing for decades. Knowing what it means to be thrown out, excluded, and dispossessed, knowing what it means to live in fear or feel like you are in prison inside the closet, I encourage you, and if you are a follower of Jesus, who is a Palestinian from Nazareth, from Galilee, we should support every Palestinian girl, and indeed every one of them whose oil and oil lamps has been taken and put out. Let us support them in the name of Mary of Nazareth, the mother of Jesus who lived in Galilea, Palestina, but who continues to do so in the bodies of every Palestinian living and dying today.